Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Holding Fast to Faith. I'm your host, Brett Hill, and today we have a really good message of hope and faith and things to come for you. And we are talking today about have your garments ready. Put on your white garments and be ready for the coming of the Lord because he will soon be coming. And he is looking for those who have who are pure in heart and are wearing their white garments, clothed in their white garments, those that are in faith to him, those who believe in him, those who are expecting him, those who are watching for him diligently and not sleeping and not being lazy spiritually, but have their eyes open, their spiritual eyes open, and they're looking for him. And I want to go to Psalms chapter 51, verse 7 in the King James Version. The psalmist David says, Purge me with hyssop and I shall be clean. Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. He is symbolizing here that if you wash me, I will be whiter than snow. My heart will be white. He's not talking about the color of skin or anything else. He's talking spiritually that his heart will be cleansed from all the dark and nasty things that has went on in his mind before he was saved, before he was converted before he believed on God. He's saying, if you'll clean out all that nastiness out of me, all this uh, bad thoughts and all these uh, bad things that I've done, my past deeds, my past sins, if you will wash me, O Lord, I will be whiter than snow. I'll be clean. My heart will be a clean slate. It will be a white canvas for you to start your artwork and your creativity on. That's where Psalms 51 and 7 is coming from. Now, uh, we're going to talk about some robes here too, um, but uh, Isaiah 1 and 18, I want to run on that one real quick, where he says, Come now and let us reason together, saith the Lord. The Lord speaking here, Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. He's saying the white as snow again here. God's going to cleanse those who want forgiveness. He is going to forgive those who want forgiveness of their sins. And the only way that we can get forgiveness of our sins is to go ask him for forgiveness and have faith in Jesus Christ that we can be forgiven. And in Isaiah 1 and 18, he says, if your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. How? By asking forgiveness of your sins through the blood of Jesus Christ. And look at the next line there. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. He brings up the color of wool again because it's white. Those color of white symbolizes purity in the spiritual realm. And it, it's a blank canvas where all the dust, thing, the house has been swept clean and there's nothing dirty, nothing impure in you anymore. Revelation 7 and 14, let me tell you about some people here that missed the rapture of the church and uh, they came to the uh, belief in Jesus Christ through the tribulation. Revelation 7 and 14 says, uh, and he said to me, these are the ones coming out of the great tribulation. They have washed their robes and made them white. Look at this, in the blood of the lamb. So through the great tribulation, some people's just not going to get it. Some people's not going to make it in the rapture because they just don't believe that Jesus Christ is coming back. They just don't believe that they need to put their faith, hope, and trust in Jesus Christ. And when he raptures off thousands and millions of people off the face of the earth, and all of a sudden the people that are left here are looking around trying to find out where those people are, what happened. All of a sudden it's going to come very evident to them what happened. And then they're going to start saying, oh God, what have I done? I've missed you. 
uh, the, the Bible really was true. You did come back to get your church and I missed it. And then they're going to say, forgive me, O Lord, come into my heart. They're going to be people that get saved during the tribulation. And that's what Revelation 7 and 14 is about. It says they have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the lamb. And so there we have the white robes, the spiritual robes. And of course they won't be uh, that is a symbolization that these people are clothed in righteousness because of their faith in Jesus Christ and accepting the blood of Jesus Christ as their sin sacrifice to pay their penalty for, for their sins. Now, look at uh, Psalms 51 and uh, 10. We looked at Psalms 51 and 7 uh, earlier when we started, Purge with me hyssop and I shall be clean and I'll be whiter than snow. But Psalmist David goes on in verse 10 says, Create in me a clean heart, O Lord, and renew my right, renew a right spirit within me. So having a white, clean, purged heart and wearing the, the garments of white, the, the garments of righteousness, uh, is a symbol that you have a clean heart and the right spirit is within you. So the psalmist David wants to make sure God please be sure with me, search my heart, be sure that all bad things are out of my heart, be sure that my mind is purged, be sure that my heart does not think on uh, bad things, that I don't focus on sin, that I don't go back to the things that I used to do before I came to you, keep a right spirit in me so that I can focus on you and be what you need me to be. <clears throat> in Romans 5 and 8, God showed us his love that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So that's where that blood of the lamb in Revelation 7 and 14 came from. Christ died for us so that we wouldn't have to die. He paid the penalty for our sins so that we wouldn't have to pay the price, so that we wouldn't have to die. The penalty for sin is death, and it doesn't matter which type of sin it is. If you steal $5, if you murder someone, if you rob a bank, you deserve to die in God's eyes, no matter how little or how big the sin is. And so there has to be human blood shed. There has to be a man to die for the sins that are committed by man. And Jesus Christ, in Romans chapter 5 and 8, he tells us, the Apostle Paul tells us, that while we were sinners, while we were still living a nasty, trashy life, Christ still died for us so that we could at some time in our life find hope in him and turn our life toward him and have faith in the in the confidence that Jesus was sent to live and die and be crucified on that cross as a penalty for our sin. And now through faith in him, we do not have to face that death and we can wear that white robe of righteousness that is being talked about in Revelation 7 and 14. Romans 5 and 9, since therefore we have now been justified by what? by the blood of Jesus Christ, much more shall we be saved by him from what? The wrath of God that's going to come in the tribulation. The tribulation that was talked about in Re uh, Revelation 7 and 14, those that made it through the great tribulation, what he's saying here in Romans 5 and 9, we shall be saved from the wrath of God. So if you have your heart cleansed, you've got a clean heart and the right spirit and you're already spiritually wearing your robe of righteousness right now, you're going to be saved from that wrath of God that is to come, which means you're going to hear the trumpet sound, and you're going to be snatched out of this 
world suddenly in the twinkling of an eye, like a thief in the night, just like the Bible says, and you will not face the great tribulation like those saints that gave their heart to the Lord during the tribulation. So that's where our hope and our faith comes from, and that is a tremendous privilege that we get to have as believers in Jesus Christ. I'm going to take a break right there, and we're going to be right back, so don't go anywhere. I want to thank you for tuning into our podcast. We are always seeking God for the message He would have us give our listeners for each episode. Whether you listen in on Anchor, Breaker, CastBox, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, or Spotify. I want to encourage you to click on the subscribe button so that you don't miss a single episode of the Word of God that we share. As the number of subscribed listeners increases, we move up higher in the search engines and others can find our podcast easier and they too can start hearing the Word of God as well. Will you help us reach more lives with the gospel? Click subscribe on your favorite app today. This will help others find our podcast and you won't miss a single episode. Thanks again for being a faithful listener and keep on holding fast to faith. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Holding Fast to Faith. We're talking about wearing the robes of righteousness and having a white, pure, clean heart ready to see the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, we just left off in Romans chapter 5, verse 9. Since we now are justified by the blood of Jesus Christ, we will be saved from the wrath of God. And that is such a wonderful, wonderful blessing to know that we can be privileged in the Spirit of God, watching and being ready and uh, keeping our eyes on Him, knowing that He's coming back, and we can constantly anticipate His coming, knowing that we are going to go with Him, and we will miss that great tribulation. And I want to stop and pause here for just a second and get on the local news, and uh, not only local news, but worldwide news. But we see things happening all around the world right now, We see everything in the Bible is coming to pass. We see so many scriptures, one right after the other, that is coming to uh, uh, reality right in front of us, prophecies being uh, fulfilled right in front of us. We see million-man armies being formed by China. We see hatred against Israel climbing and climbing and climbing. So many things that Jesus said that all these things were going to happen before he came back, the earth was going to toss and turn. The waters was going to toss and turn. The earth was going to have earthquakes in diverse places. The sun was going to do all kinds of things. The stars was going to fall. So many different things is going to be happening. And we are seeing it right before our eyes right now as the birth pains that Jesus talked about. And he compared these things to birth pains so that we would understand that when we saw these things, that uh, when a woman is about to give birth, that birth pains get closer and closer and closer together. So you're going to have one and maybe every five minutes. And then as it gets closer, every two minutes, and as it gets closer, every one minute, and then all of a sudden the pain just gets here and stays until the birth takes place. 
And we're seeing stuff like that go on everywhere. We're seeing one controversy take place, and then next, then the next day we see another controversy, and then it just seems like two or three happen the next day. We're having so many things happen that are fulfilling the prophecies in the Bible that we should have our eyes looking up in the cloud at all times going, Jesus Christ is about to come back. I need to make sure that I'm ready because I do not want to miss the great rapture of the church and stay behind and have to go through the tribulation that is to come and be one of those people that may or may not turn their hearts to Christ during the tribulation. And so we don't want to, we don't want to risk being a revelation seven and 14 Christian. We want to be a Christian right now. We want to put our faith and trust in Jesus Christ right now so that we do not uh, have to go through that tribulation. Now let's go to Ephesians chapter five, verse 26 and 27. And he is saying that he might sanctify her talking about the church, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word. So he's calling the word of God, the water that cleanses. I hope everybody gets that. Let me read that again, that he might sanctify her, the church, having cleansed the church by the washing of water with the word so that he might present the church to himself in splendor without spot or wrinkle or as any such thing. Remember the psalmist David created me a clean heart. So no spots, no wrinkles, anything. Our garments must be white as snow. We must put on the righteousness of God. So no spot, no wrinkle or any such thing that she might be holy and without blemish. So we have to be completely spiritually cleansed so that we put on that white, pure, righteous garment and have a white, pure, cleansed heart so that we do not have spot or blemish or anything that can be blamed on us uh, when we face our creator when he comes back. Now, I want to bring us some more, um, some scriptures here just to uh, kind of uh, enter into where the, this color white shows the righteousness of God and the uh, immortal bodies. Uh, Mark 16 and 5, I want to bring this to you. Uh, entering the tomb, when they this is when uh, they found out that Jesus had uh, been resurrected from the dead. They found the stone rolled back. Entering the tomb, they saw a young man sitting at the right uh, wearing a white robe, and they were amazed. Uh, Matthew 28 and 3, and his appearance was like lightning, and his clothing as white as snow. John 20 and 12, and she saw two angels. Again, this is at the tomb when Jesus Christ was raised. She saw two angels in white sitting, one at the head, one at the feet, where the body of Jesus had been laying. Now, Acts 1 and 10, and as they were gazing intently into the sky while he was going, behold, two men in white clothing stood beside them. I can go on and on and on with all these scriptures about the color white here representing the purity and sanctification and uh, the spiritual cleansing, cleansing of us, the believers. You must be washed white as snow within yourself. Your heart must be cleansed from all sins and you must put on the robe of righteousness. The white robe of righteousness symbolizes the righteousness of Christ. Christ came and he lived on this earth a sinless life. 
He committed no sins. He was killed without cause. He was crucified. He died. He was buried. He was resurrected. And now he sits at the right hand of the Father in heaven as an advocate, a lawyer, an attorney, working your case constantly, pleading your case, saying, that one is not mine. That one's mine. This one's mine. If you've got the blood of Jesus Christ applied to your heart through faith in his death, burial, and resurrection, he is your attorney, and he's standing at the Father as your advocate going, this one's been washed with my blood. This one right here is white as snow. That's my righteousness that you see on that robe around that one right there. That's where all these are coming from, and that's what makes it so beautiful to the believer to have the faith that Jesus Christ is talking to his own father saying, that one believes in me. That one has trusted in me. That one has accepted me and they have my robe of righteousness. They are going to miss the wrath that you are going to pour out on the earth. I'm going to take that one before you start pouring out your wrath on this earth. I'm going to take a break right there and we're going to come right back. So don't go anywhere. Hello everyone, I want to talk to you just a second about how important it is to get your daily diet for your spirit through the Word of God. I know that we put a lot of podcasts out there and we're giving you a lot of the Word, but if you don't have a copy of the Bible, you need to find yourself one and start reading it on a daily basis. There's nothing more important for your walk with Jesus Christ than reading the Word of God every single day. If you don't have one, find you one and get out there and start reading the Word of God. It is your spiritual food. Hello everyone. Welcome back to Holding Fast to Faith. We are talking today about having your garments ready. Be clothed in that white robe of righteousness that Jesus Christ supplies to everyone that is born again, that trusts in him, has faith in his death, burial, and resurrection as their payment for sins and being born of the spirit and not walking around in the flesh. Listen, Jesus Christ is coming back. There is going to be a sounding of a trumpet and only the righteous, only those that's wearing that robe of righteous, only the people that are expecting him to come back. Only those that are watching for him and diligently waiting and keeping their hearts clean and keeping their garments clean, those are the ones that's going to go up to meet him. Those are the ones that's going to be raptured away and going to miss the tribulation that is to come onto this earth. The Bible says there's going to be seven years of tribulation and it's going to be a a a uh, war, a battle, just a... Uh, hell on earth like has never been seen on this earth before and will never be seen on this earth again. It's going to be such a horrible time that people are just going to wish that they could be dead. The Bible says that they will wish for the stones to fall upon them and take their life. They want to die because the, the tribulation will be so bad. But Listen, the hope in Jesus Christ can make every man and woman and child that trust in Jesus Christ be able to avoid that and miss that. And that is putting on the robe of righteousness through faith in Jesus Christ. And listen, the Bible talks about in many places that after that, after that event, while that is going on here on the earth, 
the saints of God, the church that we just mentioned in Revelation earlier, the church that he takes out of that wrath is going to be feasting at the marriage supper of the Lamb for that whole seven years in heaven. But listen, God is going to send Jesus back. Jesus is going to come back to this earth with the church after that seven years. You say, oh, well, I don't really believe that. Why? Where are you getting that stuff at? That's in the Bible. We, you know, I've had commercial after commercial on these podcasts, and I hope you're listening to them. I hope you're paying attention to them. But we need to be reading the Bible. You need to be reading the Word of God from cover to cover. Listen, there's 66 books in the Bible, and you really need to make sure you read every single one of them thoroughly to know the Bible says that my people perish for the lack of knowledge. And if you don't have the knowledge in what's going to happen, you could possibly perish because you're not watching and waiting and understanding the word of God. Revelation 19 and 14 clearly says, and the armies which are in heaven clothed in fine linen, look here, white and clean, were following him on a white horse. This is the scripture that is talking about when he comes back. When the, all the armies of the world try to convene at that battle of Armageddon and they're about to take out Israel and the Antichrist is going to do everything he can to wipe out Israel and Israel's going to feel like this is the, this is the end. It's over with. They're finally going to get us. There's no one going to save us. And then all of a sudden, the eastern sky is going to bust open and all those saints that were ready, you and me, those that have received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior that were taken up in the rapture that spent the seven years away from the tribulation, being in Christ's presence up in heaven with him, those people are coming back with him. And this scripture says he's coming on a white horse and he's not going to be the soft, sanctified um, Savior that he was before, just a real meek and humble teacher. He's coming back as the King of kings and the Lord of lords and the most... Uh, battle-ready uh, general for military purpose that there ever will be seen again. The word says that he will open his mouth and speak the word and all his enemies will fall, that he's not going to have to go to battle. We're going to come back with him, but we're not going to be fighting. We're not going to come back and fight and pull out swords and go to war with him because the word of his mouth is going to drop all of his enemies and those that are still living are that uh, made it through the tribulation that accepted him as Lord and Savior, they will see him and Israel's going to turn around and say, blessed be the one who comes in the name of the Lord. He's coming back. And if you're not ready for it, there's coming a time when he's sitting on his throne. The Bible says that he's going to put his foot down on the Mount of Olives and he's going to walk through that Eastern gate there in Israel, in the temple. He's going to sit down in the throne room and make his throne right there. And the Bible says that Israel will be secure. And that when you've got the creator of all that is sitting as king of kings and lord of lords in Israel, no one's going to mess with them. Everything's going to be secure from their own. But listen, I want you to kind of focus on yourself for just a minute because the, the whole title of this message today is to have your garments ready. Now, you're going to miss out on the on the rapture, if you don't have your garments ready, if, you, if you're one of these skeptics that says, 
oh, well, they've been saying for 2,000 years that Jesus Christ is coming back, and they've been saying that he's coming. You know, they've been reading that Bible to me all these years. I've seen my grandparents pass away thinking they was going in a rapture. I've, I've seen people, so many people that's uh, just thought that that Bible is true, and I've just not seen anything happen. He's not coming back. He said, I'm coming back soon, 2,000 years ago. If he ain't made it back by then, he's not coming back. Well, listen. Your time schedule is not the same time schedule as, as the Heavenly Father. God says that my thoughts are not your thoughts. My ways are not your ways. His time schedule is not your time schedule. Matter of fact, the Bible says that a thousand years to you is yet a day to him. So you cannot compare what you think is a long time to what he sees as a long period of time or what he says in his word that is written that says, I'm coming back soon. Be ready for me because soon could be three or four days. Soon could be just a couple of days to him, which would wind up being 2000 years to you. So we cannot base. It's been 2000 years since he said he was coming back. We cannot base our opinions on that and go, well, you know, if it was really true, he'd be here by now. No, we can't base on that. We need to always trust in the Lord with all our heart and lean not to our own understanding. If you do not have Jesus Christ in your heart, you will miss out on the rapture. You will you will face the tribulation. And the Bible says that it's going to be such a hard time that people will be moaning and praying and wishing that they could die so that they don't have to face any more of it. It's going to be such hell on earth that people want to lose their lives and you do not want to be here to face that. And the only way that you're going to miss that is to have your garments ready and have the blood of Jesus Christ applied to you. Just like this scripture says, if you will wash yourself in the blood of Christ, you will be white as snow. Now, if you have not received Jesus Christ in your heart, I want to pray with you because the, the simple fact is you were born into sin. It doesn't matter how good you've been. It doesn't matter if you're equal to Mother Teresa in the good deeds that you have done, that all men have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And the only way that you can make it to heaven is to accept Jesus Christ in your heart as your Lord and Savior. And that is it. There's no other way. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no man will get to the Father except through me. So if you want to receive Jesus Christ in your heart today and get your garments washed white as snow and have a clean heart in you and a good spirit in you today and, and accept Jesus Christ in your heart as Lord and Savior so that you can have your chance to go to heaven, I want to pray with you. Heavenly Father, I'm a sinner and I need a Savior. I believe what's being told to me in your word today that I am a sinner and I can't do anything about it. That the only way that I can receive eternal life is through you, Jesus Christ. And I accept your death on that cross as my penalty for sin and my judgment for sin. And I receive that through faith. I accept your resurrection as my new life. And I ask you to come into my heart and I receive you as my Lord and Savior. I want you to rule and reign in my life and direct me and tell me the steps that I need to walk out from this day forward in the name of Jesus. Amen. Listen, if you've prayed that prayer, I want you to email us. Let us know. Send us a message and let us worship the Lord and uh, just uh, praise him for, for the decision you made. And also let us know so that we can pray with you. You know, when you change, uh, change your heart, 
you're going to face some things and you're going to have some questions and we'd love to be able to help you with those answers if we can. And if not, we can point you in the right direction, offer you some scripture and pray with you. But listen, uh, send us an email and let us know that you've received the Lord Jesus Christ in your heart. And that email is holdingfasttofaith at outlook.com. That is holdingfasttofaith at outlook.com. God bless you and thank you for tuning in today and we hope to see you on the next one. What's up everybody? Just letting you know that the White Oak Grove Church of God always has a place for you. There's a youth group class, young adults class, and teaching just for those who have recently gave their heart to Christ. Located at 2286 Oak Grove Road, Deckard, Tennessee. Come on out and join us. See what God is doing in the White Oak Grove Church of God. Sunday school starts at 10 a.m. and worship service at 11. I hope to see you Sunday morning.